Hi, my name is Ariane. I'm a traveler and I run a travel blog. Join me each week as I discover life, love, and the world. This is my Wonderlust Journey podcast. Hello, friends, and a very happy new year. It's officially 2020, and I'm so excited that we've now just started a new year and a new decade, and I'm just going to go through personally my own journey with you guys today and kind of give you a little bit of what this past year, 2019, brought for me and my travels, of course. And then also kind of what the last decade looked like for me and what I'm kind of hoping for this coming year and also in the future. So I really started my looking back and meditation on everything in the past little while, while I was in Hawaii. And it was a great time, I think, to kind of get away and just kind of refocus and take some things into heart. So it was a really, it was a very packed trip, I guess you could say. (laughs) But when I did have my free time on my own, it was really nice to focus and really be intentional with some of my journaling and really kind of go through what the last year and also the last decade really meant for me. So how I do my intention ceremonies and meditations is that I kind of go through some questions and try to sum up what the last year meant to me. So the word that I really was able to come up with what 2019 and even the last decade brought for me was the word overwhelming. And it was very overwhelming in so many, so many ways. But it's also been a really great year and decade in so many ways. 2019 and this past decade has been really hard, but so necessary. So the past decade, I'm going to rewind. Um, My father passed away in 2009. So I started off this decade with really dealing with the fallout of my father's death within our family. He was kind of the pillar that really kind of kept us all together in a way. And it was really unfortunate how my family kind of fell apart in a way afterwards. I did get some support from my grandmother, of course, who really has taken kind of the mother role on. And also, of course, my aunt. She's been there for me as well throughout everything. And really that's who I rely on in my life is right now my grandmother and my aunt when it comes to family. I also have a brother and of course my mom is still around, 
but I just don't have a very strong relationship, unfortunately, with those people in my life. My brother just works a lot, and he lives away. My mom, she's still part of the religion that I left, which, again, (laughs) another one of the things that I did this decade was I left a very controlling religion that I do believe really kind of held me back since childhood in lots of different ways. So anyways, I don't really have a relationship with my mom because of that aspect. Also, something that happened this decade was my marriage really fell apart because, as some of you know, I've kind of told this story too. My husband cheated on me and... I decided to leave him because I'm just not that type of a person. And it was a good thing because he ended up getting his girlfriend pregnant. And yeah, so I did go through a divorce. I did leave him with basically two suitcases out of a large home. I left everything behind, a couple nice cars. So I really started my life from scratch, essentially. I, of course, also lost a couple fur babies due to their old age. My dog Brody, I lost him uh, early 2010 due to Cushing's disease. And then I just lost Lola, my other baby, fur baby, this past November. So very, very difficult because they do become part of your family. And Yeah, but there were some really, really good things as well. (laughs) So I was able to start a proper career in travel as a travel agent. I traveled to 22 new countries over the past, uh, more so the past six years, I guess you could say. I started to really enjoy things again that really made me happy. Uh, Things like hiking, skiing, downhill mountain biking, those were all things that I'd grown up with and, you know, putting, I had to put those things aside, unfortunately, because I did end up moving to a place where those things didn't really happen very often. (laughs) It was pretty flat. (laughs) So now that I'm back in BC, in British Columbia, in Canada, on the West Coast. It's, yeah, it's been such an amazing, happy time so that I could kind of get back into the things that I really love enjoying to do. I um, also climbed the corporate ladder very quickly within the company I was working for, so that's Flight Center. I was able within essentially three and a half years to have my own shop, but that was very kind of short-lived in a way. I was only manager for about a year and then they ended up closing the shop. But in that time as well, in the last few years, I've been growing my travel influencer, my business coaching and my marketing business. And then also this past year in November, (laughs) I launched a podcast and then finally I landed on my feet 
on the ground floor of a brand new premium travel agency business within Flight Center called Laurier du Vallon, which I am super excited about. We will eventually be opening up a shop near to where I am. So sometimes when you think things are falling apart, they're really actually just kind of falling into place. So I've got a chance to be on the ground level of this new brand, really learn the brand and form the brand and really kind of go from there. So it's really, really exciting. There's four of us right now in the brand out in Western Canada. We just renovated our first shop. And uh, so our first shop is in West Vancouver. So I'm super excited for it and can't wait to see where things happen there. So kind of looking back on my decade, I guess you could say, there were a lot of challenges, but I can't help but feel proud. It has been so overwhelming, but it's been so amazing at the same time. I really feel like I've found my true authentic self finally after 30 some years. So, you know, I really grew as a person this past 10 years. I gained so much strength from within to deal with everything. I didn't let the struggles or situations define me. I just kept going. I learned what I want and what I don't want (laughs) in my relationships you know, that comes to any type of relationship. That's when, you know, I'm dating or even when it comes to friends and family, I really eliminate toxic environments because I know that that's not where I thrive. It's not where anybody thrives. So that's definitely something that has been a big learning curve for me. And of course that I just won't, I won't settle in those environments. So as I said, I learned so many valuable lessons in life the past decade, especially this past year, and also in my business, you know, going through a shop closure is never fun. You have staff that you have to help and deal with. You've got your own personal well-being during that time. It's not easy. And I was really, really fortunate to have some great people within the flight center business that I could reach out to and rely on and kind of chat things out to. And then also my own business coaches and things like that personally. So it's been a really, really, really great year. And I saw so much personal growth, even within my own personal side businesses, which is really exciting. So now let's dial in on how 2019 was for me. So again, as part of my um, meditation intention ceremony, I kind of answer a few questions. I didn't answer all of them here on my podcast today, just because there's a lot of them (laughs) that I go through. But the biggest one that I do is there's two that I'm going to go through. Actually, three. Sorry, there's three that I'm going to go through. 
And the first one is, what did 2019 teach me overall about myself? The second one is, in 2019, what are you most grateful for? And the third one is, what were my biggest accomplishments in 2019? Now, the other questions that I did go through just on my own in my own journaling was, what were my struggles in 2019? And really kind of digging into the negatives so that I don't repeat them in the future and that they were learnings and that I won't have to go through them again. So what did 2019 teach me overall about myself? So it taught me to be open, trust the path I'm on. Manifestations do actually come true. (laughs) But really, I think I needed to see the value of me, my health, and put myself first. I felt feelings of failure and vulnerability. I realize that there are always ebbs and flows to life, and it's how we react to situations that determines if we've grown or if we've taken a step backwards. So really for me, it was seeing the value of me. I was working so hard to keep a business afloat that I was really burning myself out. I was burning the candles on every end, and I was feeling very, very, very depleted. Even when I went on my vacation in August and September to Hungary and Vienna, Italy, I was just feeling very on edge, not relaxed, didn't know what my future held. And I unfortunately didn't take that time to really kind of reorganize my thoughts and kind of recharge in the way I should have, that when I did get back, I basically just felt burnt out and emotional all over again. (laughs) So it was a big learning for me, that's for sure. So in 2019, what are you most grateful for? I'm really grateful for all the lessons that I've learned both positive and negative. It's very humbling to kind of go through your last year, decade, life, (laughs) and kind of pick out, just spend time and really be honest with yourself and pick out those, you know, opportunities that you've had for learnings and for, you know, just lessons. And I think it's really, really healthy to ponder those things. I'm also grateful for my friends, old and new, of course, my family, and always my clients. I've made some great new connections in my business this year. I've started a women in business networking group locally in my area here in South Surrey, White Rock, (laughs) in British Columbia. And I couldn't be happier. We've made some great connections and we've really kind of motivated each other to be better women in business. And I'm super excited to see where our group goes in the new year. And of course, I'm grateful for my travels. Of course, as I kind of mentioned already, my last 
one of my last trips. So the trip in August, September wasn't really a recharge trip, unfortunately. It didn't end up being that way. But I was able to take a few great trips this year. I In April, I went down to the Hyatt Ziva Puerto Vallarta. I was able to bring my aunt with me on that trip, and we stayed in a swim-up suite. And it was a lot of fun. We went and discovered a little bit more Puerto Vallarta. That was my second time to Puerto Vallarta. And it was really nice to kind of explore a few of the small villages outside of the city. So I went to San Cristobal and a few other little villages. And it was a really, really fun trip in April. In May, of course, that was another trip that I had earned through Flight Center. It was an incentive trip. So that was going to Barcelona, a three-day cruise on the Norwegian Epic with Norwegian Cruise Lines, and then over to Rome, and then flew home from there, and of course, went through Amsterdam. And I also did the Spanish Grand Prix while I was in Barcelona, and that was so much fun. I'm trying to do a, a Grand Prix every year at least at least one every year, sometimes two. But anyways, at least one every year. That's what I'm trying to do. And uh, so I was able to catch the Spanish Grand Prix this year. So that was a lot of fun. And then, of course, my, my trip in August and September was Hungary, Austria, Slovakia, and then finally Italy and spending some time... In those places, Budapest, I have to say again, is still one of the most beautiful cities I've ever seen lit up at night. If you ever have a chance to go to Budapest, I highly suggest you jump on that opportunity. It's definitely one of my favorite places to visit. It's just so beautiful and the people are so friendly and... I'm happy to say that some of my family is from there, so it makes me quite proud. And then, of course, the other highlight for me was spending time on the Amalfi Coast. And there I was able to record my first podcast episode as kind of a test, (laughs) but it worked out, so that's good. (laughs) It was a test to see if I could record on the road, and it turned out to work quite well. So yeah. And then in, oh, I forgot in June, I was also at the LeBlanc Resort in June. And that was an amazing resort. I'm pretty well ruined from all inclusives now. Thank you so much, Peter. But I, it was such an amazing resort that was in Los Cabos. So that was the first time I'd been to Los Cabos and really enjoyed Los Cabos. Kind of reminded me of Arizona, I guess you could say. It was very dry, lots of cactus and... You can't really swim in the water there, but that's okay. The pools at the resort I was staying at, again, it was called LeBlanc. It was absolutely incredible. The food was amazing. The hydrotherapy water journey was also included, 
which I have to say I probably did between two and three times per day because it was so incredible. So yeah, so that's what happened in June. And then also side tip really quickly, if you are ever in Los Cabos, uh, they do have an art walk every Thursday night and that's quite fun to do. And then, of course, my last trip this year was very recently. (laughs) It was a trip to the islands of Oahu and also the big island of Hawaii. And again, had had quite a bit of fun. It was quite a busy trip. Didn't have a whole lot of free time. But at night, I did have a bit of free time. And of course, I do wake up crazy early. So that was also another kind of alone time that I had to really kind of do some of my reflecting on this past year. And of course, I'm also very grateful that I believed in myself and really had the courage to start and launch a podcast, which you're listening to right now. I've never worked in this type of atmosphere before, so I literally did just my own research. I didn't have anyone to help me out with this. I basically did this all on my own, started researching and writing my own material and everything like that, and I'm really yeah, I'm just grateful that I had the courage to do this because it's not easy talking into a microphone. (laughs) It's also not easy kind of listening back your own voice, your your own worst critics. So it's, it's definitely been another learning curve. But yeah, I'm super excited to see where this goes in the future for sure. So again, my biggest accomplishments in 2019 was being a store manager for a flight center store and all the learnings that came with that. It was an accomplishment to me. I did it. I'm proud of myself and I don't have any regrets. Also, I was really happy that I'm able to kind of focus on my own business coaching on the side. Also really focused on targeted growth on my social media platforms this year and also working on my own business projects. And of course, again, launching this podcast all by myself. And then of course, landing a position with the new brand of Flight Center The first one in Western Canada, which is a new premium travel agency called Laurier du Vallon. So yeah, those are kind of my biggest accomplishments in 2019 and what I'm really proud of. And 2020 in this upcoming decade is really a blank canvas for me. During my intention setting and meditation ceremony, I always end on how I want 2020 and beyond to look. So I get really specific in my goals and set metrics for them. I even do a few exercises to come up with my my words for the year and my mantra. So I'm going into this next year with a really positive outlook and a mantra of, I am worthy of love 
peace, balance, and abundance. So that is my mantra that I've come up with for myself for 2020. I am worthy of love, peace, balance, and abundance. I've set my new goals personally and, of course, in my career as well using SMART goals. So that's when you come up with each goal and you are very specific. They're measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. When you set up your goals using the SMART goal formula, I just find that for me it's really easy to see that I've made progress or if there's somewhere or some goal that I need to kind of go back and be like, okay, so I said I'd be here by, you know, quarter one at the end of quarter one. So did I reach it? Yes, no, why not? So that's why I really like SMART goals. And I made goals again, like I said, personally, in my career, in all my business dealings. So I'm really excited to see how this next year ramps up. The words that I chose for this year are success, abundance, love, health, wealth, and positivity. I summed it down to I am worthy of these things. So my one word for 2020 is worth. So what that means for me is that could be my net worth, that could be my own self-worth. I'm going to be honest, (laughs) I've always kind of struggled with my own self-appearance. I've really kind of, for some reason, just really struggled with that growing up. I don't like to be in photos. It's always been a struggle for me. That's why when you're on my Instagram, you don't see many photos of me (laughs) because it's just something that I'm not really comfortable with. But in 2020, I am going to really focus on trying to share a little bit more of me coming up. And so I think my word of worth has a lot more to do with just monetary or anything like that. It's also, I do want to show up in other ways. So worth really kind of, I think is my word. I've got so much planned for 2020 already in regards to travel. I'm really excited for all the trips that I've got coming up. So, so far, I'm heading to Norway, Germany, France, and England in May. I'm super excited because Norway and Germany, I've not visited those countries yet. So, I'm adding two new countries there, which I'm super excited for. In July, I'm heading back to England to take in the British Formula One Grand Prix. And then from there, I'm flying to Denmark, to Copenhagen, to do a Baltic cruise and again visit Germany, Tallinn, Estonia, St. Petersburg, Russia, Helsinki, Finland, 
Stockholm, Sweden, and of course, back to Copenhagen. So there, there's another five countries that I have not visited. (laughs) So again, adding that to my list is very exciting. And the last trip on the books for me as of right now would be in September. I'm leading a river cruise from Switzerland through France into Germany, into Luxembourg, and finally up into the Netherlands. And it is a cruise that I'm actually promoting, so you are able to join me on this cruise. So if you are interested in doing a river cruise, it's with Avalon Waterways, and I will have some information on the blog very soon about it. And there are some single supplements available at this time as well, which is quite exciting. So definitely send me a DM on Instagram or send me a email and I will get that information to you. So I'll be adding a minimum of eight new countries to my list this year, and it's I'm really looking forward to all the travels. And again, I think I'm going to be a little bit more mindful in my travel and really make sure that I am focused on using my traveling time to, yes, learn about the new destinations and bring it back to my clients and things like that and podcast along the way and whatnot. But I also will be taking time and setting time away, making sure that I'm resting and recharging. I've also got some great guests coming up on my podcast this year and really excited to see where this project takes me. I'm I'm going to be inviting old friends and new friends. I've got some great women who are working in the travel industry in various roles that I'm really excited to have some deep chats with. And you'll be hearing soon because I'll be asking for questions in regards to those guests very soon. So thank you again so much. I hope you got to learn a little bit more about me this episode and maybe even taking a little bit of what I do for my intention ceremony and possibly maybe even using it for yourself in your business and or your personal life. Yes, this podcast is primarily going to be about travel, but as it kind of says also that, you know, this is my wanderlust journey. So this is about love, life and travel. So I'm also going to have some episodes that are dedicated to those other things. And this is just one of them. So again, Happy New Year. I hope that this new year and new decade brings everything that you hope for in your own dreams. And we'll definitely chat again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. I hope you found today's episode on my year and decade in review helpful and inspiring. 
Be sure to check out the blog post for this episode at wonderlessjourney.ca and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review and share this podcast with friends. If you have any thoughts on today's episode, or if you have any topics in mind you'd like me to cover in the future, please email me at podcasts at wonderlessjourney.ca, or you can send me a message on Instagram at wonderlessjourney.ca. Thanks again for listening. See you again next time.